Welcome to the Consistency Club, a monthly bonus feature of the podcast dedicated entirely to marketing your photography business. These episodes expire, so subscribe to be sure you never miss one and check out thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club for access to our monthly templates. Hi, Dana. Hello, Anami. How are you? I'm doing well. I am married. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Not to not to make it about me, but let's talk about me. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm like slow. My gears are slowly grinding back into the uh, into the work mode. But this is a fun kind of soft landing. I love recording these with you. They're so much fun. I feel like they we're getting like a bigger and bigger group of people who are participating monthly, and yeah. we're starting to get some really amazing results stories, which is of course highly motivating um, on the recording yeah. side. So. I'm I am excited to chat. We're talking we're talking about the intimate loving relationship between sales and marketing. Oh my gosh, it's I just thought of this. It's like the perfect love and marriage story <laughs> of sales and marketing. <laughs> Why didn't we think about that before we hit the record button? That's so fun. How on brand. Oh my goodness. I love it. Well, Coincidence? I think not. No, um, this is, but it really is. It's a wonderful thing to uh, to point to because they really are related. Exactly. So I think that one of the biggest things I see happening in small business specifically is, you know, that people focus, once we can get people to focus on marketing, they're focusing on marketing, 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 and they forget to ask for the sale. And then they're like, well, nobody's buying anything. And so, you know, it's like, if you don't put the first sale sign up, then people don't know that it's time to purchase, right? Well, so last month we... I was oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I also want to say it's not even just forgetting. It's like sometimes people are like, well, they know that I'm in business and, you totally. know, I don't want to be pushy, so I'm not going. So it's an intentional thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're frustrated because they're, you know, they're not getting the sales. And it's like that is literally the easiest part to to change is just follow up with a time to book. Yep. You got to like flag down the cars. Here I go with the analogies again. If you're like, <laughs> have this lemonade stand, it's like, you know, if you're just sitting there, right? right. Did you ever do a lemonade stand when you were oh, a kid? Yeah. It was like, no, we didn't just sit behind the table. We like jumped out, flagged the cars down. We were like, lemonade for sale, right? right? And then people stop, right? You got all your marketing, you got your signs, all your things, but you got to, you got to go and ask for that sale. So what I was saying is, last, you know, last month we talked about that rule of seven where, you know, you need to have, people need like seven impressions before they sit up and pay attention. And then what's super important is after that seven, you need to pair that with an ask. You need to say, hey, would you like to buy this? Whatever it is that you're selling, right? So let's talk a little bit about the progression of a sale. This kind of goes back to what we were talking about last month with the the rule of seven. But, you know, maybe you can talk about kind of the sale progression from a photographer's standpoint. Yeah. So that lemonade stand and sort of sitting behind the the desk and just kind of hoping that somebody nice is going to come by um, is often what I'm seeing. So there may be a couple of times where that person, you know, it's like somebody driving by in the car waves and they wave back 
And they're like, oh, I think maybe that person will come back later and buy my lemonade. And it's like, yeah, but that person just drove down the block and now they're on their way to the grocery store. And then they have three other errands to run. Like you're either going to have shut down your lemonade stand or like they will have forgotten by the time that they come back around. Like it really is one of those where you want to do your best without being overly pushy, but you want to do your best to say, hey, how about now? Now is great. And again, there is a balance. I'm not going to pretend like we don't all get turned off by somebody who only wants to talk about sales. Mm -hmm. But that's why I really love what you're talking about, about the rule of seven. And like, there is a little bit of a cycle to it where you're building up with that, like, conversation and um, and just sort of, you know, they know that you sell something, but they're getting to know you. But then at the end, you don't want to ask, you don't want to ask them to do the heavy lifting of being like, so are we ever going <laughs> to, are we ever going to do this? Um, and that's I'm pretty parched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're the one selling the lemonade, like make the offer. And so, so yeah, there's sort of that like, cycle of somebody comes into your orbit, however they do so, their friend hires you and you they see your photos and then they go like follow you on Instagram or they stumble across your website because they're doing a Google search um, and they're thinking about getting family photos in the fall and it's, you know, the middle of the summer and they're not really there yet. So there's that first conversation and sometimes people reach out and they'll, you know, they'll ask for pricing or whatever and if that first contact doesn't result in them hiring you, a lot of people will just be like, okay, well, that was that. That was a no. And the fact of the matter is that sometimes you have to be, if not more like aggressively persistent, you just need to be, uh, you need to keep them around. You need to be like, yeah. okay, no worries. Not this time. Great. How about next time? How about this next time? And if yeah. you're doing some sort of regular marketing like uh, email marketing and social media marketing that you can you have the opportunity to ask that question more frequently. Exactly. And I think this is a really powerful statistic, which is like 43% of people just give up after the first ask. So again, like that person comes to you and they and they're like, oh, my friend, da, 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 I, I'd like a little bit more information, whatever. And then if they don't book you right away, 43% of people are like, well, that one's out the window. When in reality, again, remember, it's going to take seven times. And a lot of people will maybe follow up like, you know, maybe one more time, or even two more times. But after three, you know, contacts, most people have given up. Like, I think it's like 85% of people have like given up at that point. So if you can just play the game, right, and out outrun those statistics, then logic follows and, you know, research has shown that you are going to eventually make that sale. And that is our whole goal here with Consistency Club is just giving you a way to touch base with people so that you can create those seven points of contact. And then when they're ready now this month, what we really want to impress upon you is how do you then ask for the sale in a way that doesn't feel gross and icky? Everybody's like, oh, sales, I hate it. And it doesn't need to be that way, right? I know for service industry-based small businesses, especially, look, like we're busy. We're wearing multiple hats. We're often solopreneurs doing everything in our business, right? So you forget to follow up if you don't have a consistent marketing schedule set up. Maybe you, you know, get shy or you like get in your head about it and you're like, oh, well, I messed up this thing and, oh, I'm, you know, they 
think I'm weird, whatever. Or, you know, maybe you take it personally. You're like, oh, well, fine, I guess they don't like me, you know, whatever. Like it could be a combination of all of those things. But that's why creating like a system and almost like an automation to your emails and your social media is so important because it just it just takes the emotion right out of it. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter if, you know, so-and-so liked your post or this person responded or even opened your email. You're just consistently putting the content out there. And if you do that over and over again, it's going to start lining up. Those people are going to have those seven impressions. And then when you start asking for a sale here and there, the people who are on impression six, seven, and eight, they're going to see that sale ask and they're going to grab it, right? But the people who are on impression one, two, and three, they might not grab it. And that's fine. They can still see it. Honestly, guys, they're probably not even going to notice it because they're not ready to be asked for the sale. So you're not asking for those people. You're asking for people in, you know, on the six, seven, eight step over here. So I think that's what's really important to wrap your head around is just know that when you're asking for a sale, the people who should see it, who are meant to see it and grab onto it will. And the people who are not ready for it yet, it's just going to go in one ear and out the other. It really is. We do get so hung up on, oh gosh, am I, you know, are these people, these kind of faceless people out here, you know, recoiling in horror because I just <laughs> repeated myself or, you know, said said that you wanted to be paid money for the hard work that you do. Like, <laughs> I mean, I laugh and you laugh, but it's, it's a real thing. I mean, we get in our heads about like, am I pestering people? Am I bothering people? Mm-hmm. Especially, and like pro tip, if you are getting into email marketing or if you're deep in email marketing and you are keeping a close eye on your unsubscribes, please stop. Please don't look at the names of the people who are unsubscribing. People unsubscribe for all kinds of reasons. Maybe they subscribed on two different email addresses and Mm -hmm. like they just realized that they were getting duplicate emails. Don't take it personally. Don't look at it. I mean, it is good to sort of note if you send a particular email and get everybody unsubscribed from this one email, you know, let's look at that. But um, but unsubscribing is a normal, natural part of that cycle. It is not any in any way a um, like a judgment on what you're saying or what you're doing. I would actually go so far as to say if you don't get somebody unsubscribing every email you send, you're not sending emails frequently enough. Ah, fair enough. Yep. You know, it's like people who don't need to be on your list are not meant to be on your list. And like, you know, if you're in people's inbox enough where the people who are were never going to be your people anyway are like, why am I on this email list? Yeah. Right. If they're not, if you're not emailing frequently enough for them to be like, I should unsubscribe then. Yeah. So that's just a little doubt. I look at unsubscribes as a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But it is hard at times, especially if you're feeling, you know, if you're having a rough day, if you're if you're sort of staring at an empty calendar or whatever, like it can that can feel like a judgment. And it really yeah. isn't. Um, but I say that because this month my email templates for you are going to be giving you some strategies for asking for a sale more explicitly. Now, mm-hmm. I always in these email templates, I ever like I'm trying to think almost always, if not always, give you some sort of low pitch, you know, like low key Mm -hmm. kind of a, hey, grab a spot in this month's calendar or whatever. Because I do think that if you're only emailing people every other week, uh, certainly if you're only emailing people once a month, 
you should always give them some sort of call to action for a sale. But this month, I am going to give you a little bit more of a like upfront strategy. The email is going to be about getting hired. And my mm-hmm. hope is that here we are, we're getting toward the middle of the year. If you've been with us from the beginning of Consistency Club, you've been sending out several emails. The people who are opening your emails, if it's you know, if it may be that seventh or eighth or ninth time for them. And it is, it's time to go ahead and like, be a little more forward about the sale. Yep, absolutely. And uh, we're going to do the same thing in social media. We're going to help you. I'm going to help you understand how to sell on social without feeling icky and like how to write really great calls to action. I know you all have been loving my like choose your own adventure post ideas. So I will definitely be writing in like a bunch of different calls to action that you can do so that it sounds like it's in your voice and, you know, it doesn't feel weird to you. But a question I get often is, okay, so like how often do I ask for a sale? And here's a little game. When you finish listening to this episode, I want you to, or maybe you can do it right now, go to your Instagram, scroll back on your posts and just look for the last time that you like blatantly asked people to book a session with you. I bet you're going to have to scroll for a while because we really get in the habit of not doing that. Because again, like you said, we don't want to feel pushy. So what is the right, you know, like number? Well, I'm going to just go back to my magic number and say about every seventh time, right? About every seventh time that you are sharing something, you want to put out there, you know, like a booking, like whatever your call to action is, book a session at the link in my bio or send me a DM to grab one of these last spots. Um, If you do it more frequently than that, great. You can also do soft asks like Anami was saying earlier, like, you know, you can do a soft ask, but I'm talking about like a hard, let's go buy my lemonade. Yeah. (laughs) Ask, right? Absolutely. And again, if someone is enjoying your content and they're not ready to buy, that is not going to be a turnoff for the right people. They will say, oh, it's not my time right now. I'm totally going to book her later. And they'll, you know, they won't respond. So depending on the size of your audience and the size of your email list, this may or may not result in direct sales. But what you're doing is you're teaching your audience. You're reminding your audience, this is what mm-hmm. I do. This is how you yep. work with me. And whenever the time comes, that's going to that's gonna help them know exactly what they need to do. Yeah, I think you made a really good point there, which is like you're training them to know in the future what the step they need to take is when they want to work with you, right? Like think about when you get served an ad on social media, you know, and the swipe up or click here for more or whatever and comes up, right? You probably don't swipe or click the first couple times, but you know that when it's time, you can swipe or click, right? So you're just teaching people the same exact thing. They know that when it's time, the link's in your bio, or they can reply back to your email, or they should go to this page on your website. Like you're just training people to know how to buy your lemonade. (laughs) Had to bring it back. (laughs) It's a lemonade stand. I love it so much. Um, Especially (laughs) given that here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's starting to get hot. Yes, especially um, here. Oh I'm in gosh. Phoenix, you guys, and it is hot yeah. already. <laughs> no, bueno. No, thank you for that hot. But we have the humidity on the East Coast, so. Yeah. All right. I think that uh, that is enough of that for now. If you guys are not yet subscribed to the Consistency Club for all this template goodness, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club and jump on in. We would love to have you. We certainly would. It's like feeling like a little, I don't know, a club. It's so fun. I love all our 
clubbers. Yep, indeed. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye, guys.